Well, David and Stacy, I was literally in prayer one day, and the Spirit of the Lord uh, began to move upon me, and he began to talk to me about President Trump. He said, there is a usurping and evil one that's right now in the office of president. He said, there is a divine intervention at play to remove him from office and to have him replaced with one that is with my very own son. And I saw President Trump and I saw divine intervention being given to President Trump and and implemented by him. And then the Lord went on to say to me, I want you to pray three things concerning this divine intervention. I want you to pray that he knows when to implement it, that he knows how to implement it, and he knows who to surround himself with to be able to implement that divine intervention. Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacy Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Hello and welcome. We are David and Stacy Whited, and we are so glad that you're with us today. Mm-hmm. You know, our slogan at Flyover is wake up, speak up, and show up. I think the world wanted President Trump to do 80 million things to save our country. But really, our job here at Flyover is to inspire 80 million people to do one thing every single day to save their own country. And we have a guest that's going to help do that today. Yes. You know, before we get started, I want to tell you today's show is brought to you by... by MyPillow. MyPillow.com. Mike Liddell. Use promo code Flyover. You can get up to 66% off everything in their store from robes to sheets, pillows, everything else. Yes. And uh, Your favorite product. My favorite product. <laughs> become a joke with friends of ours. But um, uh, I love this product because it's got it's got a Bible story on it. You can put kids to bed, read God's word. They can be rest of their little head on God's word once they go to sleep. But it's the best gift. If you have grandkids, if you have friends mm-hmm. with children, you're kind of setting something in motion that's a really great trajectory in their daily routines. And you get up to 66% off when you use the promo code FLYOVER when you go to MyPillow.com. So we appreciate it. If you can do that today, take action, get your Christmas knocked out early. And uh, again, use promo code FLYOVER and get a a discount. So a special promo for you at the end of today's show that's something unique, something a little different, something you you probably have not seen before that we're excited to share with you. So cool. But first, Stacey, share with them about our guest today. Today's guest is an ordained minister as well as a thriving businessman. That's a quite a combination. Well, a lot of businessmen out there, but not necessarily thriving. No, that's true. They're thriving. And a lot of people in ministry, but not necessarily business. Nope, not you both. Know, to and, have that combination. And one of the funniest guys I know. <laughs> he is. He is. He and his wife, Jenny, started Loudmouth Prayer, an organization that actually targets specific cities to teach people uh, and to equip them and to encourage them on how to actually pray for their city. Another thing that's really needed yep. in this time. And he has a strong prophetic voice. Today, we're going to hear some prophetic words that God has given him. Welcome to the show, Marty Grisham. Yay! There he is right there. I, I spy one Marty Grisham. <laughs> Right there on the screen. Hey, thank you so much, David and Stacy, for having me on. This really is a, a complete honor to be with uh, such a, a great platform that you guys have built from the the ground up. You're touching so many lives. I just, it's just an honor to be with you today. Oh, we're thank we're you. excited about it. We got to meet you uh, doing the events with General Flynn and Clay Clark, and 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 you know, uh, you're just a servant. You're a helper. Yes, you are. Every time I look, you're like just getting somebody's thing or, you know, helping and where can I mm-hmm. serve and being a part of it. I, I want to start out with kind of one question. We didn't even throw this at you before, but but 
we use the phrase a lot, the joy of the Lord is my strength. And part mm-hmm. of that's because we've gone through some some really non non-joyous seasons, you know, that were that were tough. And you, and you gotta kind of then search for that and 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 find that. But every room I see you in, you 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 bring that joy that of the Lord true. into it. You know, mm-hmm. some people come to the room and they're like, okay, feed me. I was I was tired, I was drained, I'm I'm in the room give me joy. It's true. You, you bring the joy of the Lord with you. And, and I, I know that that's intentional talk about that just a moment as we start, because I want people to grab the essence of that from you as we get into some of these other topics, because that's a, it's a weapon of warfare that you bring into every situation. Well, I, I, I'll start, um, just with literally I had about a week ago, I ministered at a church a few years ago in another state. And when I, got done. You know, I was there. I did 10 services back to back and I came home. And just the other day, uh, the pastor of the church, his wife sent me an email and said, brother Marty, you remember the little girl, um, who had no ball in her hip. She had no ball and you prayed for her. She couldn't walk and you prayed for her and you taught her how to laugh at how to laugh at the devil, how to just find the joy of the Lord by faith, you know, right in the middle of the pain, right in the middle of the problem. Uh, you taught her how to laugh and the pastor followed up with her and reminded her how to just laugh at the situation. And so that the pastor's wife just emailed me. I, I got the email and it just said, Hey, I just want you to know she went to the doctor weeks later and that ball was forming Wow. And she she just uh, won a track meet and is going to state. Oh my goodness! And so, so yeah. I know I went pretty far in the answer there, but that's how powerful the yeah. joy of the Lord yes. is. It makes you strong for healing for whatever you need in your life. Well, I, I think a lot of people they're looking for joy when the circumstances mm-hmm. come into alignment with it, yep. versus coming into alignment with joy. And bringing that into the circumstance. And understanding that that is actually a weapon, yes. a spiritual weapon. That it we is. Have. Yeah. And you do that yeah, so the, well. Well, thank you. I love to just have fun. I'm 49 and I honestly think I'm 16. I, I look in the mirror. And I'm like, oh no, I'm just a little guy, just still loving to have fun, wow. crack jokes. So I just, I really enjoy life. So I really do. Everywhere I go, I just want to make fun and and not make fun of people, make fun with people. There you go. And yeah. just enjoy life and and cause people to just enjoy. God is so good. You know, that's what's been yeah. missed today. Yes, people is. have lost the, the essence of this wonderful, loving, good father. The Bible says in James that the, the heavenly father um, in whom there's no variance, a shadow of turning, he gives only good gifts. And so I want people to look and see how wonderful he is. You can't not be around God without just being in joy. Yeah. I mean, we serve Man, a God that, that made that made penguins and giraffes, you know, and and and, and seagulls, and you know, it's like the creativity, you know, yeah. of, of God. What's and you'd the have sea to have animal a, with the horn? A, a wall, uh, norwat. Nor- Norwald. Oh, Norwald. I thought they were. I thought, yeah. they were, I thought that was like you know something out of a book. But coming to find out, they're actually legit. Yeah, we're making fun of her daughter-in-law. They're not even real. And yeah, then and come find out, find out uh, they're real. Yeah. Well, she's smarter than we are, so we're like, well, they are. Real. So God is just is just is just creative. Is, is creative with with humor. Jesus's stories of you know there's a piece of sawdust in your eye and it's you know two by four and your these are funny stories. I think you lose a little in in some of the translation, translation? but but yeah. if you break it yeah. down, you're like. That's a pretty good illustration. I mean, mm-hmm. I think I think there was a joy in everything that 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 he that he encountered. 
from from creation to the gospel. Absolutely. And everywhere we look today, we see people that are just kind of seem like they're beaten down. They're weak. Mm. Well, it's what you started off with, David. The joy of the Lord is literally your strength. You draw from the grace of God. You know, there's so much talked about the grace of God. The grace of God isn't just the amazing grace that causes you to still have a relationship with God when you suck and sin. Because we all right. suck and sin. Paul sure. said we all fall short of the glory of God. But the grace of God is literally more of his ability where he comes inside us and causes us to live more like Jesus. Right. And part of that is that joy. Man, that is good. Something that you talk about a lot, Marty, is the reestablishment of the fivefold ministry gifts. Um, maybe some of our listeners that are here today, we don't they don't even, may not even know what we're talking about. Can you touch yes. on what is the fivefold? And then I'd like to get into some of the prophetic things that God's given you. Yeah, and if you're listening to your man here, hang on tight because he has some insightful words about current governmental situations, about about some political movements that you're going to want to catch in here. And uh, if you're driving- about President if you, Donald if, Trump? If you're listening, mm-hmm. yeah, the big guy, mm-hmm. the big boss man. If you're, Absolutely. If you're driving down the road, you're listening to this on Apple or, or Podbean, um, you know, one of those uh, non-visual ones, keep your hands on the wheel, stay focused, but just remember, just remember this phrase, loudmouthprayer.org. That's easy to remember. That's probably why they went with it and it was available. That's a good combination. Probably have to pay a hundred really for it. So loudmouthprayer.org. Remember that loudmouthprayer.org. They go there. there there's some, some videos explain what their ministry is about. And you're going to want to get to that later, but just remember loudmouthprayer.org as we go through this today, because this is, this is a ministry that you're not only going to want to like thumbnail and track, but, but, but keep an eye on going forward because mm-hmm. it's going to be a, a kind of a seasoning you need in your life. Absolutely. So to get over into, well, so the first thing I'd want to probably talk about is just, which, you know, we all, many of us are very aware there's been things going on with the church. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Peter said in the book of Peter, I was studying it years ago, 10 years ago, and, and this one scripture really jumped out at me. Peter was talking about judgment coming in the earth. And then he just did this one little scripture. He said, but first judgment shall come to the house of God. That scripture really jumped out at me. And that is the season we're in right now because we're close to the end of time. We're close to the end of this dispensation where we're waiting the return of Christ. Now, I know they've been waiting for 2,000 years, but I mean, come on. (laughs) We're dealing with a lot today. And every, every generation should be yearning, hungry, waiting, living every day as though the next day or that day is the return of Christ. So there's nothing wrong with that. But the dispensation is coming to an end, we believe. It's called the dispensation of grace. And as that happens, we start looking at the church and the status of the church. And that scripture really pops up that God right now is endeavoring to judge the church. He is the righteous judge. I have a scripture here that I love this scripture, Isaiah 33, 32. It says, for the Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver and the Lord is our king. He will save us. Well, there's your three branches of government. Yeah. I mean, it's just right there. So many people in the church today have looked at me and says, why are you going to the Clay Clark conferences? What is wrong with you? Why are you, <laughs> why are you talking about politics? I'm going to tell you why I'm talking about politics. And I get pretty ornery. I'm from Louisiana, so I use words like ornery. <laughs> but I, I get pretty ornery about it because just pick up a dictionary and define politics and the defined government. Government 
is the rules and the, 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 the systems put together that govern us. And politics is nothing more than the systems that man puts together to implement that government. Mm-hmm. Let's take the word politics and just throw it out. And let's just talk about what they're really saying. They don't want us touching government. That's what God is. As you see Isaiah 33, 32, he's the judge, mm-hmm. he's the lawgiver, and he's the king. He is government in the earth. Anyone who's ever opened the Bible, it's a book of law. It's a book of rules, not sent to not sent to us to hold us down, but sent to give us liberty and yeah. a, 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 the better way of living with God. Sure. Yeah, I was, we say a lot that 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 when you, you go through any of the you know the the Old Testament laws, they're they're much more geared towards our protection and our safety and our well being than they are God's pleasure. Mm-hmm. You know, some of these like yeah. don't don't touch a dead body if you do go through a cleansing process. It's like, mm-hmm. well, that's not just God being controlling. It's because it's like, well, because there's germs and it'll kill you. Mm-hmm. You know, the Ten Commandments. Like, well, if you're stealing from people and you're in a small community, well, they're not going to probably trust you. Well, they're not going to want to do business with you if you lie. You know, you're committing yeah. adultery, you're doing these things. It's like, those are th- those are, are for our protection. And by honoring those, it draws us in close relationship with God. But it's not just, he's this, you know, joy stealer. Right. You yeah. know, that's he's not trying to hold you sitting down. in the cloud while ruin their day. No adultery today. Well, man, you know, it's like, well, press, trust me. You look at somebody over the course of their life, the closer that they adhere to those they're going to have the their life. they're going to have a life with the fewest number of yeah. regrets, the greatest mm-hmm. long-term relationships and the most prosperity of of, the, yeah. of, of their possibilities. Mm-hmm. And that's some of the issues with the LGBTQ other and those lifestyles mm-hmm. is the media they hide from everyone of the horrible lifestyle that so many people are dealing with, diseases and just all the emotional and the internal trauma people are dealing with because of sinful lifestyles. The wages of sin causes death. The Bible says that, but to get to the place of death, you're living a horrible life. You're living a life of no peace. Mm-hmm. You know, I dealt with some troubles a while back, uh, David and Stacy. And after a few months of it, I looked at my wife and said, I've got a new revelation. Peace is priceless. Yes. I'll pay anything for peace. So I made decisions to separate from some things to create peace in our life. And we had peace come back in our home again. And so peace is priceless, yeah. and that's what God gives it for free. So he gives this priceless joy, this yep. priceless peace. He gives it for free. It's just receiving Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. That's one of his t- names, his title. Like we have your title here, you know, Reverend <laughs> Marty. You're also, you know, Entrepreneur Marty. His title is Prince of Peace. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. And, and I mean, that, that, that's, if it's, it's on his, his LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's, oh, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. A part, it's a part of what he does, what he brings. That's his activity. Wow, David still does LinkedIn. Good, good <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, awesome. a, it's, a, it's a new app. Y'all, you should check it out. Yeah, yeah. It's, okay, cool. Oh, it's yeah, because we're over forty. It's new. Well, you can so, you can yeah. click on it. You can go from your MySpace directly to it in time together. It's amazing. Oh wow! Yeah, David's still <laughs> you in guys MySpace. Are so funny. Okay, so let's keep go, us on track. Yeah, keep go, us here so we're doing it. Marty and I could derail. Into you the, guys could. Let's go back to the spyfold ministry and prophetic okay. within it. Let's talk a little bit about yes. that. Okay. So, so, um, the prophetic that the Lord, you know, so what happens with me the majority of the time is I'm praying and the spirit of God will just come up on me. And I've been thinking quite a bit because I've made a friendship. My wife and I've made friendships with, with Chris and Amanda of, uh, Ark of Grace, 
uh, Ministries, Amanda Grace. Mm-hmm. And she's actually, actually, she's coming to town uh, in Tulsa, December the 7th. Do a little punch for her. She's coming into town and she's going to help us December the 7th here in Tulsa do a loudmouth prayer. Uh, There's going to do a loudmouth prayer and prophecy over Tulsa meeting. Mm-hmm. And we've got a great venue. Everything's going to come in together on that. But basically, if you study what she does, she'll wake up in the middle of the night and the Lord begins to talk to her and she'll just write out as a prophet. She'll just write out like such detail, such accuracy. And that's a large part of how I've operated too. Many times just during the day in prayer, the Lord would just speak to me and I would sit down and write half a page of detail of what he's saying to me. Mm. Now, where I'm at in ministry, the Lord's been dealing with me a lot about where is the local church right now? Because remember what I said while I go, Peter said that um, judgment's coming first to the house of God. And so he's using me to talk to me um, to try to help implement change in some areas that he's not happy with. And so one of the areas is I had a word come to me the other day. Um, It was about ministry gifts. And this is basically what he said. For the army is awake now and they are called to the front lines to fight. War is at hand, saith the Lord, but I fight your battles. And then I had a vision and I saw electricity shock down and hit people. And those people, that lightning, it shocked them. And I saw that they were the five ministry gifts. So in just a second, we'll cover actually who they are, because there's probably some listeners that don't really know what that is right. and, or, or who they are. And, it's, and it went on to say that those five offices, they ran, once that electricity hit them, they ran to the front lines of the war to be in the front. And the Lord said these words, these are my generals of war, saith the Lord. A lot of people have a mentality that government and politics is where they need to put a lot of their focus to save America today. And I believe that's true after we put it in our faith in God, following him, covering uh, the, the nation with prayer. Every revival of God always brings things to a better place of prosperity in a nation, but no revival has ever started without starting first in prayer. And that's why we've got loud mouth prayer. He's led us along those lines. And so wow. what the Lord said to me about the ministry gifts is he said, you're seeing a lot of lack of unity. There's a complete disunity or ununity. There's, there's no unity in much of the body of Christ. He said, the reason for that is because there's been no unity in the ministry gifts. There's been very little. How many times have you gone to a church and you heard uh, the, the the staff mentioned the apostle or the evangelist or the prophet. Very few churches are are uh, that are spirit filled or even talking along those well, lines. Those, those are characters that might come visit. You know, yes, uh, and it's exactly a, it's a one or two night thing, but it's not in housed fivefold ministry. That's really exactly. Good point. And so, yeah, exactly. Well, and that's what's kind of so important. That travel around or something. It's like they're not the. Well, yeah, I know exactly because I've been a gypsy, and so, uh, well, <laughs> not, literally, not not yeah. literally, but yeah, I, I've done I've done that traveling ministry in one of those offices for two and a half years, mm-hmm. and I saw the majority of people, pastors and many others, do not even know how to work with apostles, prophets, teachers, and evangelists. Like, I believe, this is just me, every pastor should have one or two evangelists that they have in their church that they're helping fund 
and they're sending them throughout the city with a tent, with healing in their hands, laying hands Man. on the sick. Yep. You know, Powerful. I believe that pastors so should have them on staff. They should have a prophet on staff because a prophet is a seer. He's a revelatory gift to the body of Christ that will go and pray for the church, pray with the pastor, and he will hear things the same way he heard things in the Old Testament for the kings. He will hear and see revelatory things that the pastor will not see. I'm telling you, God is revealing things to prophets for churches. Pastors are not being revealed because that's their role. Mm -hmm. And so apostles and teachers, there's so much being neglected. So if we go back to that point, there's unity. There's a disunity in the body of Christ because there's no unity in the ministry gifts. So he's called me to begin to do ministry gift, ministry gift teachings and meetings where I'm bringing the ministry gifts together, all five of them, and putting them on a stage together and have them operate in their gift and have them work as one. And he said, he literally said to me, I am demanding this of you now. Mm-hmm. He said, I will not take no for an answer. I have to have this ministry gift unity right now. And so real quick, I know there's listeners who are like, what are they even talking about? So it's we've basically been making reference to it. But for the listeners, they can go to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. And when you go to verse, uh, verse 11, and it says, And God gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. And so these ministry gifts, that vision I had, that word of where they go to the front lines, that was the front lines of the church going to war against the enemy. And these ministry gifts are specifically designed to help people become who they're supposed to be in the body of Christ. You might be a businessman, but you might need a prophet to give you a specific word that could help you right. get some, some understanding Definitely. about what you're called to do. Mm-hmm. You just might be a stay-at-home mom, but you need that teacher to bring to your life what you do and so that you can have better insight on how to raise your children. Those gifts are there to edify and to help the body become a strong body so that the body can reach the world with the message of Jesus. Oh, that is really powerful. That's a great way of describing it. One of your giftings is the prophetic. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. So God. Yeah. I, 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 yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so basically the prophetic and then also teaching. Those are the mm-hmm. two that I touch the most. So. Okay. Yeah. And, and God's given you um, some things about what's going on in the political arena as well as President Trump. We'd love to hear what God's been saying to you about that. Oh, so I have some notes here. Let me go to, um, so, um, good friend of mine, Jackson Lawmeyer. Yeah. He's running for Senate. A wonderful man of God. He he's a, a pastor guy. too, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he's a good friend. We've had lunch many times and we get to visit. Wonderful man of God and a wonderful patriot. And so he comes to mind. And a good he looking dude. If you've ever been to his Jackson's family, website. His family, tell you what, his family looks like the pictures that come in frames when you buy them. That look better than know. his wife you know, is beautiful. The, the, all of, the, whole, the whole kit and caboodle. Like you used, they could you know, do money on the side being the picture could. frame family. If he decides to give up ministry, politics, everything else, the, the whole family, they just all be models. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's, five <laughs> kids. It's not fair. They just, it's un- there they un- are. There's Jackson right there. Jackson is beautiful. Family. Oh, there he is. And just yeah. a, a, a kind hearted servant yeah. of a man. Yeah. I tell you, I, I, I yeah. cannot say enough great mm-hmm. things about, about Jackson Lawmire. 
Yeah, wonderful man of God, really is a wonderful man of God. And I actually have a prayer group where every few weeks we get together and we pray just for him running for Senate because of this prophetic word I'm fixing to read right now. On April the 7th of this year, the Lord said these words to me. Why have many fallen that have entered into the political arena and entered, uh, but and they entered with their heart being right? And so I'm like, wow. And so the Lord literally gave me a question, and then he began to answer it. Because those that have entered in the political arena, but they fell in time, because they were not prepared for the spiritual pressure and the warfare that they were entering. See, they're, they get natural-minded. And they go in going to push all the political government buttons, but they need spiritual backing because they're not fighting Democrats or the left. They're fighting a devil. They're fighting spiritual forces that are much more powerful than natural forces. And so he went on to say that they are natural minded and not prepared to fight a spiritual fight or to live in a spiritual victory. And he said, I'm raising an army. Here comes Jackson and others. I'm ra- and, and, and Gordy over in California, you know, uh, is Cordy or Gordy? Uh, Cordy. Dr. Cordy, Cordy Williams. Cord- Williams. Mm-hmm. Dr. Cordy yeah. Williams. Yep. yep. Yeah. A wonderful man of God. So he's a, he's a very strong believer too. And so this is what the Lord said. I'm raising an army of people in this hour that know who they are in Christ, know the authority of the believer, and they know how to fight a spiritual fight and live in the victory the victory that I've already given them. They are my political warriors. They're chosen by me and called by me to represent those around them for my behalf. And so there, there's, there he is right there, Mr. Williams, running for Senate in California, a great man of God too. And so these men and women of God, there's a lot of wonderful Christian, powerful women too, that are running for office, God's hands selecting them and he's teaching them how to fight the spiritual side of the battle. Man, that is true. Another person that just came to mind is Rachel Ham, which is running for oh. Secretary of State in California. Yeah. And um, uh, she actually had, God had talked to her about that. And then she got a prophetic word from somebody that actually called her out on that as well. And uh, I do see that as she is continuing to go, like God is equipping her and she's going to continue to get stronger and stronger and stronger. She's getting stronger. Yeah, she is. There she is with her family (laughs) as well. And it's exciting to see what God is doing right now. And And that prophetic word, Marty, that's powerful. She deals a lot with prophetic dreams and stuff. She does. All the lines are getting blurred. I've noticed this here, like the the lines between... um, you know, when you see like uh, Bill Gates's spiritual advisor is a, a, a Brina, a Marina Abramovich, mm-hmm. you know, with the, with the, the spirit cooking where they have the people that look like humans. And they're eating their fl- it's like, mm-hmm. like, that's weird. Like you have a corporate mm-hmm. executive and, and then eating spirit bodies. You know, it's like a weird person to choose as your personal advisor. You have, you know, the musician the other night did the concert in Houston, but there's a replica as you enter into the concert. It's, it's a, it's a, it's a throwback to to gods of the past, to, to Moloch, you know, it's, it's oh a, the, the whole head. And, you know, maybe I think 11 or 12 people died at the concert, just random 13 died at the mm-hmm. concert, like 50 or 60, you know, these uh, kids. Felt, they're, wow. they're all kids. It's a rap concert, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, and, and the guy, the guy, the, the performer, uh, his shirt has this like portal on it and it shows like demons walking through the portal into our 
realm here, inviting them. So mm-hmm. it, there's a demonic entrance to the, the place. Demon, there, there's a picture of the entrance. That's how you get into wow. uh, the concerts. 50,000 people there, and you're entering into this replica of, of demonic fortress and, and uh, idol worship and uh, child sacrifice. And so so you see, like, well, there's, there's arts and entertainment mixed with truly inviting the demonic to there's a picture of his t-shirt his mm-hmm. t-shirt shows crossing wow. from one portal into this one trying to bring demonic forces into your presence and so uh, you, you just see all of these things kind of mixed together and then at the same time you see you know uh, the rachel hams and and jackson lawmeyer people from ministry being called into the political realm god's giving them downloads dreams visions in their sleep they're bringing yeah. that into, into into policy and they're asking first what is god wanting in this country what's god wanting in in my ability to serve who does he want me aligned with who does he want in my cabinet you know everything is first going to god and then implemented into there it's like the dark, the forces of darkness are blurring the lines between who's who. Yeah, yeah, mm. it's, but, it's but, pretty but, crazy. But so is yeah. God. But so yeah, God yeah. is. Yeah, and that's where um, something I always Clay. love to point out. Yeah, something <laughs> I business something, and, something I always love yeah. to point out is sometimes people think Satan and God are like equal because they're like, oh, you know. You got these two yeah. forces. They're not even close to, no. to equal. No. Satan was a created being who cannot create. He's not a creator. Um, but in that process, too, it was like when Satan was thrown out of heaven, God didn't even leave his throne. He was like, be gone. You know, there is no fight between the darkness and the light. You know, if the room is dark and I turn on the light, the darkness flees. It has to because the light is now there. And uh, and so this is not a fight, an equal fight. It's like when God is there, Satan loses every single time. And we yeah, are I mean, carriers of that. Biblically, he's already defeated. He is, yep. period. Biblically, Jesus is on the cross, arms stretched out, said, Father, uh, uh, it's finished. Mm-hmm. And he went on to hell. His spirit went on to hell. His body went in a grave. He went down there. The spirit of God showed up. It talks about in the book of Ephesians. If the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, he'll quicken your mortal body. It says in Romans 8, the same way he quickened Jesus' body. And so the spirit of God showed up in hell and empowered Jesus. And the power of God came upon him. And and in Revelations, he literally took the keys of death, hell, and the grave. So Mm -hmm. Satan has been defeated. And that's really one of the main messages we should be sharing with the world is you don't have to worry about the devil. At the end of the day, you join with God. And most of the stuff the devil's been doing in your life is just going to fall out of your life. It can't even stay. Mm -hmm. You're fighting an enemy that's already been defeated. It's really not a fight. It's just living in the victory we've been given. Yeah, wow, like, that is great. Are, don't you see this a lot at these events when you when you're you're, you're speaking with speakers and you got, I mean, on our show and, and everyone we have on there, you mm-hmm. know, um, yeah, I think of some 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 faces here, but like like yeah. Roger Roger Stones, a guy that you know, <clears throat> kind of checkered past, not necessarily a guy you consider like you know this like evangelist for the Lord, but he's had a conversion in his life where where yeah. it's all the, it's his first thing he wants to talk to you about. It's the mm-hmm. first thing he wants to bring up in a private yeah. conversation, not for show. Like, you're not going to believe what God's doing in, in my life. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like it's uh, the Lynn Wood. Lynn Wood's almost annoyingly Christian. <laughs> you know, that's not, that's not, that's not a part of his, yeah. his story in the past. There's been, there's been this work. And so God, mm-hmm. God's intermingling. It says even the rocks will cry out if that's what we need to. And we have some Christians that aren't crying out and they're, they're, they're a little befuddled like, well, how could you say Roger Stone's a Christian? Well, you know what? It's not for me to say who anybody's a Christian. You, me, anyone else. No. And it's like, no. like, well, if 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 the church isn't going to do 
these things, if they're not going to rise up and, 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 and hold a light in this realm, God will work with anybody mm -hmm. if, they're, if, they're, if they're willing. And, and yeah. it's like there's this just move of doctors and military intelligence people and political people yeah. and people that that, that that wasn't their story. But 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 then there's a but God, mm -hmm. and that's all they want to talk but about. God. And they bring that skill in a new way. And it's it's a beautiful thing to see unfolding so before us. If mm -hmm. people miss that element of this story, they're really missing what's going on right now in this moment in history. Is who, who's God using and how's he using and repurposing everything they've been through for his good and his glory right now. Absolutely. You know, uh, you, you know, pastor Craig Hagan, mm -hmm. um, yes. he's my pastor at Rhema. I go to, I've been attending, I'm a graduate of Rhema Bible training center. I traveled with brother Hagan, the prophet, um, and then traveled with his son, the pastor Hagan, what, who's left, an apostle. What's left of him? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's left or whatever. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty amazing. amazing. And so I still attend that church and, but my pat the, the head pastor Craig's father is still there, and I traveled with he and his wife Miss Lynette. I traveled with them full time for about a year and a half, um, helping them, serving them on the road. I love to serve people. It's so much easier to serve than it is lead. Uh, sure. People need people need to understand a servant's heart is easy to manage, but when you're a leader, you're having to manage everyone's servant's heart, and it's a lot harder. So I just tell people, hey, when you've perfected being a follower. God may promote you to be a leader, but man, just work on being a follower. And so I always try to stay a follower and, and just a servant's heart. But Pastor Hagen says this, and he said it for years. It's the, God is the, the taking the natural and the supernatural and putting them together for an explosive force for God. I've been at that church 23 years and he said it all these years. Wow. And I'm seeing that's what he's done with Clay, Craig, and all these other men, yeah. all these patriots, he's taken the spiritual and he's taken the natural and he's just put them Delighted. together at these conferences. It is amazing. I'm in the back of the speaker's room. I'm at, it's called the green room. Clay's asked, he called and said, I want you back there praying for people, serving people. He actually called me yesterday and said, would you stand right there at the stage before they come out to me and pray with all the speakers? And I'm like, praise God. Wow. Sure, Clay. What an honor. You know, That's he said, wonderful. do it as much as you want, but just lay hands on them and pray for them that they come out because Clay's heart has turned from a businessman basically into an evangelist. Mm -hmm. He just wants to sell Jesus. Mm -hmm. So that's where the natural and the supernatural came together and really is changing a nation. Wow. If you're wondering about these events, you can text the number 40509 Four zero five zero nine. Text the word events, and there's events that are coming up. So we're, obviously, we're going to San Antonio this weekend. That's what uh, Marty's referring to. We're also going to be in Dallas in December, and then we're going to be in Phoenix in January. That's a very good place to be, uh, especially when you're coming from Missouri and Oklahoma and all of these flyover states. Uh, you know, being uh, in uh, Phoenix, every, Arizona, everywhere's is is a little nice. colder than Phoenix. True, true. <laughs> no so uh, yeah. So if you want to know more, four zero five zero nine. Text the word events, and we. We will get you and that I'm information. I'm pretty sure there's going to be one coming up in 2022 mm -hmm. in, in Oregon. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah. there, there's, mm -hmm. there's, there's a lot of whispers Alabama, about maybe. Alabama, mm -hmm. possibly. So, Ooh, so, so nice. keep, keep these up. Um, you know, I think God, they're just being sensitive to God's heart. I don't think yep. they were planning on doing any after Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, all right, God's opened a door. They just, I think that's why Clay started this whole thing is just saying yes to the next right thing mm -hmm. that God has, yeah. him, has him doing. And, you know, it's, it's amazing uh, when you get that mix of people in one room, you know, what, what can happen, the prophets, you know, the general Flynn's, the military people, the doctors and everybody kind of, they kind of, where, where all those places overlap, they kind of ho hover 
right mm-hmm. there in, in the middle. And, and God's just really cooking something really cool there. And when yeah. people walk in, they're like, I've, I've never been in a church that had this much of this. I've never been in a political meeting that had this mm-hmm. much church. I've never oh, been. It's amazing. Know, it's, it's, yeah. it, it, it would be almost impossible yeah. to ever replicate. You know, it's very unique season. I don't think it's going to last forever, but it's what yeah. our country is needing right now. And it's mm-hmm. making a difference. Speaking of making a difference, give give people a little bit of encouragement because you've already shared some of this with us and it's, it's very hopeful. I, w- I always be funny sometimes as a gag on a show like this to have somebody as prophetic and be like, can you share with, with what God's saying about government and, 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 and President Trump and things and be like, well, here's what I'm hearing from the Lord is pretty much we're done for and there's no hope. <laughs> And uh, be bad. Get, get, get one of those uh, long-term food containers and, and hide Just hide joking. under your water heater. And uh, that's pretty much all I'm hearing. <laughs> and then be like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm oh, just, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, praise the Lord. So we, I'm just relying on the Holy Spirit because I want to get across. I've had some pretty good confrontation in life. I've lost friends. I mean, um, just mention the name Trump. Let's go back a little bit. Let's go back 2,000 years. Do you remember it was the religious leaders that tried to throw Jesus off a cliff? Yep, his first sermon. Yep. yep. They, they literally tried to kill the very incarnate, the son of God. Mm-hmm. God expressed in the earth. Sure, he laid aside divinity and took on humanity, but we're still talking about Jesus. Right. And they're trying to kill him, and they're accusing him. You know, the Bible says that Satan's the accuser of the brethren. Yep. Yeah. So they're accusing Jesus. And they're coming, and his number one enemies, really his only enemies, it wasn't sickness and disease. He had that whipped. It wasn't people whose hearts were hard. He softened them just by the presence of God. It was the religious leaders. I'm going to tell you, it's called religious spirits. Mm-hmm. And they're still at work today. Yeah. And they've gotten in the church. Mm-hmm. And that's so that's why when we talk about the things we talk about, it, they really start wanting to shut us up. They want to start controlling us. One of the things about religious spirit is religious spirits always want to control what you say. They don't want you to say anything. They try to shut your mouth. Mm. It's really interesting about religious spirits. And it's what we're dealing with much in the church today. A lot of people, if we mention President Trump, they're like, you can't talk about that. You need to shut your mouth. Mm. And I'm like, why? What's the problem with us reclaiming a stolen election? There's a man sitting out there, not in the Oval Office, that's basically the president of this nation. Is there truly something with just basic common sense wrong with me wanting my president in the right seat? Right. I mean, just with common sense, there's nothing wrong with that. It's that driving religious spirits that are behind their agenda. And so I have to tell you, uh, I have to tell you, David Stacey, I spent about three months. I knew truth. I completely embraced truth. But I spent about three months saying, Lord, I don't want to speak this because prophets are being hung out. (laughs) Prophets are falling by the wayside. Mm -hmm. Prophets are being accused. And I don't want to come out with the things you're showing me until you really, really just get it in me. And you tell me you want me to be an open voice. And one day I'm in prayer with a group at my church and the prayer leader stood up. His name is Phil, Brother Phil. He got up and said, everyone just seek God right now on what God wants you to pray about. And when I started praying, I went in a vision. And in the vision, I'm standing in front of President Trump. This is the second time I've stood before him in the realm of the spirit in a vision. 
And I'm standing before President Trump and I reach my hand out and put my hand on his chest. And when I do, the Lord said these words to me, pray for divine intervention. Now, this was a spiritual experience. And I stopped and said, okay, God, you know, sometimes we can let our mind and our heart get tangled up with emotion. I understand that. Every time I go to prophesy, I have to weigh in how much of this is spirit of God, how much of this is me and my thoughts every single time. So after 10, 15, 20 years, I believe I've developed pretty well of really knowing what the spirit of God is saying in his voice. So I said, okay, God, I'm just bringing this to you. Don't show me this unless it's pure you, none me. And he just kept on showing it and confirmed it to me. And I laid my hand on his chest and prayed for divine intervention. And the word of the Lord came to me, and this is what he said. So this is what I want your hearers to know. This is what God wants all of us to pray. He said, pray for President Trump that he'll know when to implement divine intervention, how to implement divine intervention, and who he needs to surround himself with to implement divine intervention. And so those are the three points, the when, the the how, and the who that should be helping him. Man, we're, that we're is powerful. Notes. I am. I'm writing that down because that is so true, you know, because we know that we are at a but God moment. We know that it is truly Red Sea. God's parting the Red Sea. But who did he part the Red Sea with? He parted the yeah. Red Sea with Moses. And, uh, and I think when you look back at history, it's always God working with man. I mean, he could have parted the Red Sea by himself, but he chooses to do that with man. And I see that that's where we are right now. It is a choice. The Trump had the choice. Um, he's making that choice. And then it's, it's the when, the how, and the who. Man, yeah. that is really uh, I'm powerful. I'm glad you brought up the who because we do need it. You said pray for all of these things. You know, yes, pray, sir. pray if he has better who's than, than he's had maybe even in the past. Sure. You know, exactly. Yes. And that he has discernment to know, push away the wrong who's right. There's some wrong. There's some who's, you know, that are wrong. But the one more thing I forgot to say, and I'll read it here. The Lord said these words, and this is, this, this is pretty fun. He said, there is a usurping and evil one that's in that office. Mm. I'm talking about Joe Biden. Sure. A usurping and evil one in the office. So there is a divine invention at, a divine intervention at play to remove him from that office and to be replaced with one that is with my very own son. And so, yeah, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty interesting time that we're spiritually standing for this divine intervention of, mm-hmm. uh, you know, coups and things that happen where, you know, they try to come in and so much of that oftentimes is done naturally, mm-hmm. but right now we're first doing it spiritually we're, we're demanding that our government gets in line with the way the plan and the purpose that God has, mm-hmm. you know, and we're, that's one part of what we're praying about. Man, that is great. You know, several years ago, um, uh, in my quiet time, actually, I was even praying for some people and God told me at that time, just the power of prayer, like, uh, it's impossible to pray and for something not to happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, that every time that we pray, the heavens move. You know, it doesn't ever just go out there and then disappear. It's always working. And uh, and another thing that he gave me, a kind of a vision when I was praying for somebody uh, for healing, was like a tree and prayer is like axe. So the the 
it, the sickness or the illness is the tree and the prayer is axe and like an axe. And every time that you hit the tree, you know, that it's closer to falling, closer to coming down. And, uh, and, you know, you've obviously you have a ministry called loud, loud mouth prayer. I would love for you to talk about the importance of prayer because sometimes we hear information and sometimes we feel like, okay, I have this information. What am I supposed to do with it? Well, a lot of times it's pray. I have this information and now I'm partnering yeah. with heaven for something to happen. Yeah. And the way I partner is through my prayer. You know, the Bible in the book of James, he wrote about Elijah and said uh, that the, the prayers of the effectual fervent prayers of a righteous man availeth much. I got news flash for the whole world. We're in a season where we need to avail much. Mm. We need much to avail. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That, everyone reads that scripture as a scripture about prayer. I read that scripture as the great need for us today. The effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man or woman, he's talking about mankind there, sure. avails much, and we need much to avail. So how are we going to get that? Prayer, mm-hmm. coming together. So I've been doing prayer groups for 12, 13, 14 years. I was part of a healing team at the church I go to where we used to minister healing. So I learned some of the things of the Spirit. I had a wonderful time. It was called Healing Technicians, where we would sit down and minister to people who were sick. And we begin to learn the things of the spirit. And honestly, that's the first time I ever came in contact with a religious spirit. I show up to pray one day over some people and we're praying together. The team is. And as we do, the Holy Spirit said these words to me today, you're going to deal for the first time with the religious spirit. I had no idea what he's talking about. I get in the back room and there's this guy looking there, sitting there looking at me saying, you can't heal me. You can't, you can't help me. And I'm like, Oh, I found me a religious spirit because they always They always don't agree. They disagree continually with what God says. God says, by his stripes, you're healed. Mm -hmm. The religious spirit is saying, you You can't can't do do this for me. And so I looked at him and said, I can do it for you. I'm going to do it right now. So the rest of the story will come later. But it's just been this ongoing dealing with the religious, religious spirits through the years. But prayer, so the Lord is dealing with us about prayer, my wife and I, and we begin to pray for the city of Tulsa. And so I, I joined a close friend of mine. He's an apostle of uh, the Dar Ligard, the Dar Ligard. He's actually over uh, a Bible school, Safari Missions. He's one of our speakers. Uh, he'll be uh, he'll be at the next event speaking, I believe. Yeah. And so he, or maybe the one in Dallas, but he's over a Bible school in Congo and Kenya. Well, he and I are praying for Tulsa. And then the Lord grabbed me one day, my wife and I have been praying. And the Lord, it felt like a USB plug. He just, just jammed uh, and downloaded in me 20 cities th- throughout the U.S. to begin to do loudmouth prayer. And but what he said to me is, I'm giving you five years to reach 20 cities and to cover them with prayer. So there's three things we do. We basically, we do an online prayer, which I do that now here in Tulsa. And then we gather together in meetings and we do meeting prayer. So we have loudmouth prayer meetings where we come together. And so there's so many things that we're doing with prayer so that we can saturate the nation to open up the great awakening that where we're at right now. So speaking about the great awakening, you probably find this interesting. So I'm asked sometimes, where do you think we are? Are we in that great awakening? Are we in that? Now, this is just me. So you can do what you, 2017, I'll try to talk fast. 
2017, the word of the Lord came to me and said, you're on the edge of a four-year move of my glory. This four-year move of my glory is going to be filled full of healings and miracles like the healing of uh, uh, the healing revival of the 1950s. It's going to be like that, but it's not a healing revival. It's a four-year move of my glory. That was 2017. 2018, I said, where's that move? He didn't answer me. 2019, I said, where's that move? He said, you're on the edge of it. It starts in 2020. So in 2020, I believe, according to my time with God, that we started a four-year move of his glory. Remember the first scripture we talked about in Peter? That scripture about the, the, the house of God is to be judged first. Mm-hmm. I think that's the move of the glory today. God is moving upon the church, waking people up. So some people say, no, man, we're stepping into the great revival right now. Well, I don't see the fullness of the signs of that for number one. And how could we have that when we have a church that's asleep? Who's doing the work of the ministry? Who's doing that? Who puts the seed into the good ground of man's heart for them to come unto salvation? It's the laborers talked about in Matthew 9, 36, 37, and 38. Pray you therefore the Lord of the harvest that he would send laborers to share Jesus to get people saved. The church isn't doing that to the fullness of its capacity. So that four-year move of our glory, of, of his glory, I think we're in the second year of it. We're starting the second year now. We've got another two and a half to three years of him waking up the church, getting us ready, and then we'll step into that great awakening. Wow. That is so it. exciting. I knew this was going to be an encouraging talk. Me too. Uh, if you're listening today, share this with people that you know that that, that, that could use a little uplift, mm-hmm. a little joy with somebody who knows how to carry joy and to bring mm-hmm. it in every situation. Remember the website, loudmouthprayer.org. And, and people, they come out in San Antonio, Dallas, Phoenix, these places, can they, can they come and see you? Can you tell them a joke? Can you lay hands on them and pray for them or... Yeah, I will tell them a joke. Uh, I tell them how <laughs> wonderful they are in God and pray for them. They need healing. I tell you what, I've had great success praying for people sick, cancers, eyes opened, ears opened. If you're sick, man, come see David, Stacy, and I, we're going to pray yep, for you. you go. We're going to put the power of God in you. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times I see healing lines where they just go lay hands on a lot of people and send them home. I want to lay hands on you over and over until the power of God does what it does best, makes everything right. Oh, I love it. Man, well, I love it. Well, it can't hurt anything. And then we could always use the I can practice. I use the practice. So let's just. We'll, we'll I know, right? And just go Fun, and right? Just see what happens. So loudmouthprayer.org. Guys, you're going to want to follow Marty uh, and what he's doing. He and his wife are an incredible couple. There's a lot of ministry going on around them in the Tulsa area over in Arkansas. Oklahoma City is traveling. He's, he's doing works in different churches in, in those areas. He's, he's a guy that doesn't, doesn't isolate. Well, on Sundays, I do church stuff, and then I do business stuff, and he, he he's just walking with the Lord, doing yep. every every whatever you know Absolutely. what he hears God say, he says what he sees God doing, he does, mm-hmm. and that's a ministry that you want to follow, you want to be a part of, and 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 track his messages. Go to the the loudmouthprayer.org. There's a YouTube clip right at the top that explains a little mm-hmm. more in depth of what they're doing in this ministry to to take 20 cities. And put some loud mouths in each of them. And if you'd like yeah. to be a loud mouth and find out more about that, you could go there. You could donate to their ministry. You can sign up uh, to be able to, to, to get newsletters and stay in track with them. Thank you again, Marty, for your time. We hold these truths to be self-evident. All men and women created by go, you know the you know the thing. We will shut you down, we will cite you, and if we need to, we will arrest you and we will take you to jail. Period. I wasn't thinking of the Bill of Rights when we did this. But no amendment 
No amendment to the Constitution is absolute. God actually spoke to me. He spoke about sacredness. He said to me, Kim, what I place in many, many people is sacred. And if anybody touches what is sacred to me, then it is the end for them. So what I've done in the United States of America is sacred. And there are people on every side that are trying to destroy what I deem sacred. And it's not going to happen. This is the definition of criminal conspiracy, racketeering, and collusion. This is not a theory. This is evidence. Because I have upheld this country to spread the light to the rest of the world. When you choose to go against the sacred thing that God puts into the very heart and the soil of this nation, this was sacred to God. Now is the time to This is exactly why I need some action for my people. Every I time I get God bumps when that alarm goes off. That it, is such a great video. It's it's amazing. You know, we talked a lot about President Trump today. We had a, a interview with Robin Bullock on a few days oh, before. That was so Definitely powerful. go back and watch that. It's probably one of the, the best things I've ever been a part of was that mm -hmm. conversation with yes. Robin Bullock. But there's going to be people trying to figure out what's going on in our world over these next few months. They've, they've been stead, uh, fed a steady diet yes. of 96% negative news yep. from CNN, MSNBC, wannabe late night show hosts, uh, the papers, media. Facebook, Twitter, everything mm -hmm. is skewed towards a, a negative slant. Matt and Joy Thayer made this documentary about a year ago, and they have personal interviews with dozens of mm -hmm. women who worked for Trump, and they give their firsthand account. Yes. Like you just saw in the documentary. Plus, Here is my experience. There's an interview with President Trump that is truly remarkable. And so they have come out. We're coming out with a new series. It's a four-part documentary. We're going to show you their website, and they're passing on the, the uh, a special thing for the flyover uh, community. They're going to give you a 10% discount mm -hmm. on anything you purchase on their site when you use promo code flyover. There's a couple of different packages. You want to kind of walk sure, through my, that? Sure. My favorite package is package number two because it gets you all four of the episodes plus the documentary, uh, The Trump I Know. You, when you buy it and you use promo code flyover, you get 10% off. Also, it it helps to get this information out. This is going to be something that you want, mm -hmm. but also your family members and your friends. Just shoot straight with you. There are going to be people that are going to be confused. They're going to be like, hey, what is going on? Mm -hmm. They're going to need to understand this narrative. Episode one already, just from the, the glimpses that we've gotten, it breaks down from the outset of the coronavirus. Mm -hmm. um, the, Neil Ferguson and the numbers mm -hmm. and where this came about and Wuhan and, and all kinds of footage in a way that is like, oh, I forgot that was the sequence and those were yes. the days in which this happened. That's just episode one. There's going to be a four-part documentary series. And I just tell you, that's not the kind of content that's going to be put out by Hollywood. No. They're going to squash mm -hmm. those kind of those kind of, of, of narratives. And we need these out there. It would be worth it even if you just donated $55 to get this out there. But they give you the first documentary and all four parts. Uh, so you get basically five yes. movies. Yes. Uh, for $55, and you'll be the front edge of that mm -hmm. information because as soon as they come out, they come directly to you. That's exactly right. ReawakeningSeries.com. Also, if you want to meet Matt and Joy Thayer, a lot of times they are at the Reawakening yeah. um, events. And so you just go to 40509, text that number, 40509, text the word events, 
And you can get more information in San Antonio as well as Dallas in December and Phoenix in January. So those are the events that are coming up for the Reawaken America Tour. So reach out, send us a text 40509, the word events, and you just get an automatic download right there to it. You guys, we are in a great time. We're in a great space. Mm -hmm. There are miracles happening right now. Amen. There there are things happening that people have prayed about for hundreds of years, and it's coming to fruition. And we're alive. Our timeline, we're seeing it happen. These guys are documenting it, but you got to be in the loop to be able to see it. So go to reawakeningseries.com. We bless you. We bless you to realize that you were born for such a time as this. We bless you to realize that your voice is, in, is important, and we bless you to wake up, speak up, and show up. You guys, make it a great day. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Flyover Conservatives podcast with David and Stacy Whited. Please subscribe, hit the notification bell, and leave us a comment below. Lastly, if you enjoyed today's podcast, share with those who came to mind. Be blessed and make it a great day.